0: Hi, my name is Kat Garcia, professional counselor, and this is
1: Dr. Emerald, doctor of chiropractic,
0: and we are painting wellness. And today we're going to talk about electronics and children Mm -hmm. and how the electronics may or may not or can or cannot affect the emotional and physical health of children. Mm -hmm. Um, And you are taking us on this journey today. One of the biggest things is I know that, so this topic today is for parents. Um, Kids are allowed, sure, but for parents. Um, You know, we want our kids to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And there's so much commotion with the screens and no screens and the time and all this. And so how do we, with there being so many devices everywhere Mm -hmm. and we, I mean, they need to know how to use them, because we can't just be like, well, you're never gonna have a screen, I mean, and how do you go to work when you're an adult? Um, which is what we all hope for. Um, you know, how do how do we manage that without causing developmental issues, or physical issues, or m- emotional issues, or all of that?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one, because like you said, like we live in a screen-filled world, and so how do we balance that of, like allowing them to use it, but not so much that you forget that you have kids because all they're doing is upstairs in the room on their screens or whatever it might be. Um, and I'm not a parent, but I could certainly understand how that could be like this balance of trying to figure out, like, are you a good parent for allowing it? Are you a good parent for not allowing it? And, and where does that sit? Um, and for myself, I can say like, I struggle with screens. Mm-hmm. And so as a passing adult um, that passing adult as a passing that's what I, people look at me and they're like he's an adult I try to be most of the time So um, <laughs> how can I expect or how can we expect kids to be able to manage screens if someone like myself I struggle with screens? Um I mean is that something for you like do you find yourself struggling with screens and electronics at times You
0: know um yes um it's very interesting cuz I I uh, have pretended to take up crocheting mm-hmm. um because I was just sick and tired of being like scrolling it was almost like giving me vertigo mm-hmm. and just the computer all day and just the phone and I just was like oh, I need to find something else to do with my hands right yeah. like I need to like some sort of activity um, so I'm, you know, I, I, am not good at it, but I have the stuff for crocheting, but yeah, it's, that's, it's a real struggle. And I know, you know, my kids aren't little anymore, but I know that a lot of parents struggle with, Hey, um, I need you to not use your word count in the next five minutes. I'm going to give you a tablet so you can just entertain yourself. And I know that that's something that happens a lot and there's no judgment because you know we're all parents and sometimes we need to keep kids entertained i mean we have a doctor's appointment or we have you know mm-hmm. here's a tablet you know watch something um and the reality is that we use tablets as babysitters and so we have to then manage the guilt of like oh are we bad parents because our kid will not let us do anything unless mm-hmm. they're entertained and i cannot entertain them right now
1: yeah you can't be expected to do that twenty four seven. Correct. And that's and and both of us I think can be on the same page with, on this. Is like this episode is not about making you as the parent or mm. guardian feel bad about electronic use. Yeah. That is not because we. I get it. Like I'm around kids more and more, mm. and I'm like, yes, please. Like at times, like <laughs> use that tablet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and um, as, a, as a
0: parent of a teenager, I mean, that's really how they socialize now with discord Discord is like all the time all the time and so you know you have like you know your kid having a social life on there and sometimes they're even talking and not playing video games at all but Mm -hmm. it's still in front of their computer or whatever so i think that this is not a judgment zone at all we we as parents and as adults that have children around we know it's it can very um, many times be used as a, as a babysitter.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so what we're hoping to do in, in this particular episode is just talking and informing and being uh, more proactive in how can we use these devices and some tools of to navigate that space because it is a super complex space of Like, we don't even really understand what electronics are doing to adults, let alone kids, because they're developing. Their brains are developing. Their emotions are becoming more complex, and their physical bodies are changing. And so, like, this needs, I feel at least, that this needs to be a continued discussion point of, like, as new information and new experiences come up, how do we continue to evolve in integrating and interfacing Mm -hmm. around this stuff? Um, So that's something that both uh, Kat and I have... A lot of experience with is working with kids working with families and individuals around how to manage that um, because it is such a big big thing so um, what we're gonna be doing is discussing like how can we create habits to limit some of the negative effects of electronics mm-hmm. so it's not about like an all-or-nothing situation it's just how can we start to implement some things here and there to, to make it easier and to also like I guess too like recognize and call out not call out but like voice some of the discomforts that we all can have around the use of mm-hmm. electronics. Um, so like some of the, the biggest things that like I find helpful and I talk to people about is like limiting like if you can like twenty minute chunks of time of electronic use. And the reason like my reasoning for that is after about like twenty or twenty five minutes of being on in one really one position, our body actually begins to mold into that position. So if you're a kid, like and or even an adult Just anyone Mm -hmm. and you're looking down at a screen or you're typing your body actually starts to form into that position Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening to us like I'm like literally like making this position of this curled up individual because that's what we we tend to see Um, So if we can limit that to 20 minute blocks and then even just get up for a glass of water or moving around That can offset some of that, but it also gives us our brain time to reset um, and some of the things that I really encourage people to do is find another activity, even for like five minutes, especially with kids to do something entirely different. So maybe it's coloring, maybe it's doing some other activity where they could be moving around a little bit more. Um, but I know Kat, like we were discussing before we started recording, that puts way more energy and responsibility than on the parent to manage that
0: absolutely so yeah. again
1: like these are pros and cons of, of like discussing how can we yeah. manage that
0: and I think you know and 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 this this particular topic that I'm going to mention is topic for another day but even when I talk to parents of kiddos that have ADD or, or neurodivergent and when we interrupt um, when we have more interruptions in the activities let's say we have you know, kid doing chores, and we have to go check on them more often rather than fight with them because an hour goes by, you haven't checked on them and they haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. The same thing with screens, right? We're going to check more often, but we're talking about... It creates a habit, right? And we're looking at, we pick our hard. Mm-hmm. So yes, we might need to interrupt what they're doing for 30 minutes. Maybe, you know, maybe it is in 30 minutes. Maybe it's an hour because of an appointment. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily always gonna be an hour. But if we start doing like every 20 minutes, it becomes a, a it's,
1: just normal. it's
0: just a normal thing. And as parents, we do have to engage more often but I think is, we have to think about like, we pick our heart, right? Mm-hmm. So either we interrupt them or then we have to deal with kids that um, you know, have bad attitudes because they've been on the electronics for so long. And, and I know we're gonna talk a little bit about the, the emotional stuff that comes with being attached to some sort of video game, um, or not kids that don't wanna socialize or kids. Mm-hmm. So interrupting them, yes, takes a little more time from us. And we're busy and, you know, I get it. But I think we get to pick our hard. Do mm-hmm. we do it now or do we do it later yeah. when we're trying to manage all these other things?
1: In two pieces, especially with kids, is that you're allowing them to come back to the electronics. So it's not just like, okay, electronics are done and it's just done. It's we're going to take a break, but then you get, you get know you get to go back to it after we do some other things. So that also starts to create that habit of, You're not just stopping it. And that's where sometimes the fight can be is like, well, then I don't get to like.
0: It's okay to stop because I will be able to come back. Because I'll be able to come back, right?
1: And it's not like I'm just going to, as a kid, I'm not going to hold out and say just one more level, five more minutes. Because I think that's the end of the play session. It's, oh, well, it's, it's okay. Theoretically. It's okay because I get, I know that doesn't always happen. But like, it's okay because I get to come back in five, 10, 20 minutes. And it's not as big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, the example that's coming to my mind because I'm also uh, a dog trainer is when you call for those of you that have dogs or have seen dogs and you let a dog go out and play and the only time you call them back to you is when playtime is over the dog is much less likely to want to come back in because they're like well I'm having a great time running around the field why would I want to come back Mm -hmm. but if you practice calling them in Giving them a reward and treat for stopping, so that's another piece for the kids too, is giving them the reward for stopping. and then letting them go back out and play. It's like, oh, every time I stop, a good thing happens. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this is actually a really nice thing that I get to interrupt this because good things happen when I do set the, the electronic down. Absolutely. So I don't know if like the impracticality of that really works, but like developing those habits of the positive thing isn't only the, the electronic device other really great things happen when you actually set down the device. Um, and for myself, that took a long time for me to learn on my own. Of like, actually there's like some really, really cool things that happen when I'm, <laughs> when not, I'm, not, on when I'm not on the device, yeah. but like, you know, that, that teaching that I think could be a really pivotal thing to make those transitions a little easier. And
0: I think, you know, as parents, you know, I think that most of us know that it takes time for our kids to get Adjusted to mm-hmm. any transition change. I mean, you know, they start from the moment. They're born. Yeah. right And and we do the okay Well, you have to go to bed and I don't want to go to bed and you know, oh, hey, it's time to get up I don't want to get up um, and you're like, well, you didn't want to go to bed now You don't want to get up like what well, you know, and we struggle with that and um Um, So every everything when we change things or we try to adjust things, habits, routines, there's always going to be a little bit of a pushback. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's there's pushback as adults. Oh, yeah. You know, Um, so it's it's normal that, you know, we'll get frustrated because maybe we're trying to implement this. These blocks of time and the kids will have a little bit of a pushback. And and I just say stick with it because it's going to be important that you know, we're consistent. Anytime that I'm talking to clients about parenting, the biggest thing is consistency and follow through. Yeah. Consistency and follow through for whatever. So,
1: yeah, that, that, I mean, that is, I can understand how that could be a big thing because Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not as a parent, but as an adult, I can understand for myself, anything that I have been doing and then I'm trying to change that, it's hard. And so any of those routines that we're trying to amend or, or make mm-hmm. different, there's, there's going to be that pushback. Yeah. And as you, it's, it's choosing your heart. What do we want to <clears throat> really, like, put that energy into? But if we can at least be proactive or be knowledgeable of what our choices are, then, you know, that empowers us, too, so we understand why we're making those choices. Yeah. Um, and especially around on this topic of electronics, like some of the successes that we're looking to get is, as I mentioned before, like when we're taking those breaks and, you know, we actually might notice that our kids are actually using the devices less, which sounds a little crazy at at first in the sense of like, but I'm letting them come back to the devices. But I also have noticed, even for myself, but also being around kids more, is when you redirect them to a new activity, they might actually find that they're really having a great time And so it's like, all right, we only need to do this for five minutes, but then 20 minutes pass by because they're having such a good time at what they're mm-hmm. doing. And then maybe it's you, the parent being like, hey, we have a choice now. Do you want to go back to the electronics or would you like to continue this? Maybe and you ask that, I don't know, just throwing out a number at 10 minutes, yeah. right? So then I'm you're... saying
0: don't ask them if they're entertained let him go but let it, let it be
1: yeah well and I actually so this is a good discussion for us around like is can that be more powerful though as the adult letting the kid know that we're not forgetting that if you want you can go yeah. back to that yeah. because then maybe like some of those choices when they are having really good time they're the one choosing to stay and doing the thing that's not on the screen and maybe that's further down the line i was gonna
0: say it might be you know further but also um you know if the kid if you let's say you don't tell, remind them hey you mm-hmm. know it you get to choose now and the kid comes back and like can i be on electronics? like gosh yeah you've you've spent a lot of time doing this other activity of course you can and mm-hmm. now you're it's it's a reward mm-hmm. like oh you know what of course did you see you didn't even have to you you didn't even notice the time kind yeah. of thing and so I think I mean there's so many ways of doing it and 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 depends also the age of the child totally. and and um how long you're you've been you know incorporating mm-hmm. all this and I everyone's think,
1: situation is different and everyone's needs are different
0: absolutely and yeah. I think you know uh, and even honestly like you know we talked about as adults and and us struggling with mm-hmm. the electronics I mean this is the same thing for adults and I want to encourage that because parents sometimes, we want to scroll and, and, and you know and, and be on the TikTok tock or the insta or whatever and it, we get absorbed and yeah. we're missing out on a lot of things because we're so absorbed so having um, there are programs out there to manage time on mm-hmm. your electronics um, but the more you put your phone down the more you'll notice that you don't need it yeah the more you'll notice that, I don't need to check my Instagram every time I pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do that. I don't need to be on Facebook or, or TikTok or what all the time. Yeah. Because I'm filling my life with other things that require me to be more present. Yeah,
1: I, and I love that that piece too. Is is like how can we create those little things? And something that I've recently been doing is I've been putting my phone on a different level of the house. Because it's n- just enough of a barrier that it's not that impulse pickup. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, do I really want to walk upstairs? And I mean, yeah, maybe Dr. Rimmel's a little lazy, but like that, <laughs> like you know. But it's like enough or, of a barrier of like, oh, I don't need to check my phone mm-hmm. every five minutes. It's not that impulse. There's just enough there that I'm like, no, actually, I'm gonna continue doing this puzzle or this like talking or being more yeah. present in what it yeah. is that I'm doing. Yeah,
0: and I even I mean, honestly, there's so many tricks that we can do even putting fa- the phone face down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, and, and, I, and I think, I mean, as somebody that, like I said, I have uh, teenage and adult children, so um, if if my teenager's at home, and I'm with my husband, I'm not, there's no emergency for me to pick up the phone, fo- I mean, you know, there's nobody relying on me necessarily to pick up the phone immediately, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, we, it's, I was talking to, I think, it might have been actually Hope. Um, about the idea of immediate gratification and how people are feeling like you have to respond immediately. We don't have to respond immediately. I I recently posted a a meme that says people were free when phones had cables Mm -hmm. because you're not attached to this phone all the time. And I think that doing, I mean, I, I remember when, you know, when I was really sucked into social media and I wouldn't leave the room without my phone. Now, I walk away, sometimes I don't remember where I put my phone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, "Oh, I need to make a call. I don't know where my phone is." Like, you know, because the again, the less that you use it for that kind of mind-numbing stuff, the the more you start using it for needs, mm-hmm. not just entertainment. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what we're saying about kids is, you know, there are so many other ways for kids to entertain themselves. That when we can show them, hey, there's a plethora of things to do, and I'm not on my phone, because it's not you're not you can't tell your kid don't be on your electronic, but then you're on your electronic 24/7. Mm-hmm. But let's do something together, or, hey, I have to do something. We're not going to be on electronics for a little bit. We're going to start doing these things, and they'll they'll start realizing that it's okay to be present, right? And we talked we've talked about mindfulness but it's okay to be present, do other alternatives. Electronics are not the only fun thing.
1: Yeah, and that's a big piece of in this, I think the overarching um, maybe theme or, or underlying piece is that we're helping navigate and teach our kids or, or the kids who are around of how to navigate this space that's super confusing right now mm-hmm. for all of us because it's so new. And being able to, to go through that is really like what we're this discussion is about. Because like you said, like some of the, the pitfalls that we can find ourselves in is not being able to manage the electronics because we're using it for emotional bypassing or like numbing or because we're discom- mm-hmm. are uncomfortable, excuse me. Um, and you know that can lead to like again that poor self-control or that addiction of it uh, and then we're having physical, detriments because we're using all that and that goes into like hey yeah we want ourselves and our children to be as healthy as possible so mm-hmm. like critically looking at these things or having these discussions with family and friends or your your um I was going to say caretakers but that's not the right word I'm I'm looking for your providers um to to ask like how do you do this what are some suggestions you have and some things are going to work and some things aren't going to work that's for your family That's a
0: really important one yeah because yeah. I think that the you know, um, there's a lot of thoughts of, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. And as parents, if we're trying to do what everybody else is doing and it's not working or we mm-hmm. need to do something different because that doesn't fit our lifestyle, that, you know, then we feel like bad parents. Mm-hmm. And and that's really hard. I know that we all are all trying to be the best versions of ourselves for our kids. And um, I think, you know, and again, it, it, things change the kids' age. It, mm-hmm. It's all going to really make a difference. I remember for a long time my kids had no access to in, to any videos unless it was Friday, mm-hmm. Friday to Sunday. Um, but that's, you know, then they got older and they were able to manage responsibilities better. And so we see a difference in how kids are managing their life and how they are in fact becoming healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and. I think one of the big parts you mentioned, um, when, you know, the, the healthier children were developmentally also emotionally. Yeah. Um, we, you know, I work with a lot of parents that they're struggling because their kids are angrier Mm -hmm. or they're more emotionally dysregulated the more they use electronics. And so we have to pay attention because that's not applicable to all children. Yeah. That may be applicable to some children, and so we really have to make sure. And and you know, I I want parents to be able to recognize what what good things come out of it. Tell their kids, like, gosh, you're doing so much better in this, and you're doing so much better in that. And and you know, and what are what do you think maybe are some things that we can? How do we measure success? Do you think other than just seeing the the emotional regulation, right?
1: Yeah, I, I mean that's again going to be dependent on like what your kids really thrive on, right? So you want to see like when what are ways that they light up and then that's how I would probably personally would like want to focus on. So if it's like that recognition of like hey, you did really well, like you um put that put put the phone down or whatever the electronic down like as soon as I asked, thank you so much, I really appreciate you, or I loved how you are helping me in the kitchen more, or we're getting to do these things Mm -hmm. together. Um, And you know, not all of it is gonna be a linear, like straight black and white Mm -hmm. thing, but it's like giving that recognition to the kids because we all want that recognition. We all wanna know that we're doing well and we're like making our parents proud or the people that are important to us proud. Um, so those are some some ways that I would think. And then even if you want to, like, keep track, it's like, how many 20-minute sessions or whatever of electronic time are the kids having? And is it increasing or decreasing? And how much more time are they spending doing other activities? It takes more effort to do that, but some people like to keep track of it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, um, some of the things I know that um, you've mentioned and we've talked about is, like, um, you know the developmental problems right uh, mm-hmm. just uh, it, it, social problems and mm-hmm. their development um, the addiction to the electronics poor self control yeah. um, again the curvature of the spine the lack of self regulation all those things so if, you, if you're if you a parent and you're seeing those things it doesn't mean you're a failure it means mm-hmm. that maybe it's time to make some changes and and there's still time to correct that Um, and you know, I think that, you know, when, as parents, when we recognize that there is time, um, that it's time to make some changes, what are some of the things do you think that will allow us to, to be better when it comes to this?
1: Be better. Sorry. Can you like be better better parents
0: and how to, how to help our kids transform? What are,
1: that's, I mean, there's. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how to how to answer, but like because so I mean, think we're being more informed. For yeah, sure. being being more informed and and like critically thinking about the choices that that you're making. Certainly. Thank you for helping me on that. But like saying like, mm. yes, I understand what the different outcomes of either doing this or doing that. And I'm this is what is best for my me, my family and my kids right now mm. and understanding the pros and cons. The one that I always go back to is I don't do well with dairy but I love pizza. And so I'm at times going to eat pizza and recognize that I will likely have a stomachache. So like with electronic use, it's like, yeah, I'm going to allow them to have a lot of electronic use today. And I recognize that maybe there's going to be some tantrums later on or whatever, but I am choosing and I'm being informed in that decision and not surprise Pikachu that like something... Is just popping up, and why? Why would that have possibly I happen? Understand, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And I think, and like you said, I think also taking a proactive approach to it. I think being proactive, being informed, and being very aware of our choices mm-hmm. um, and what the consequence to those choices are, whatever we choose, and and really allow ourselves to have some grace with ourselves oh, yeah. and with our kids as we transition to make better choices when it comes to. Um, to, to kind of navigating electronics and how mm-hmm. hard that is. And um, know that you are not alone. A lot yeah. of parents struggle with this. A lot of adults struggle with this. Relationships where partners are struggling with the same thing. So it's electronics can be something that, that, that can be problematic.
1: Yeah, and exactly, they can be. And they and we just the fact that it allows us to do so much more, which is really cool. And I mean, I think this could be a different podcast uh, episode, But like when we are using electronics, how can we use them in a way that supports our physical body mm-hmm. is another super, super big thing. Because that is something that I am just seeing all the time where people are struggling and we can make a few lifestyle adjustments to help us feel better. And for our kids to have proper physical oh, yeah. development while using that. Um, yeah,
0: the whole you know. neck thing. Like it's like.
1: Dude, oh. Some I mean, I'll show you some X-rays sometime of like yeah I mean just I mean and yeah. I know
0: like even like sometimes I just have to like oh my gosh because you're not aware how you're humping like you're humping yourself down towards the screen it's like like the hump back <laughs> punch, punch 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 back of I don't know but it's that idea you're just curving over the screen and you know one thing I know for a fact is carpal tunnel oh yeah like that whole thing with the thumbs and Mm -hmm. I mean it's so it's a thing it's it's the oh yeah
1: there's there's so many little things that we're trying to figure out Mm -hmm. and um I mean just kind of put a pin in on it but like movement helps like actually getting up and moving is going to take care of a lot of those issues it's not just about um going from a sitting station to a standing station Mm -hmm. like it's we have to make larger um more things but anyways let's uh you want to gather, gather yeah. some things up. Um,
0: yes, and so for again for all the parents out there, um, for all the people that are having electronics, and for those of you that have actually dropped their phones on their face when they're laying down, um, no, no. Um, Important to know that you know we all want healthy children. We all want to uh, make sure that we are not causing or uh, allowing um, a cause for our children to have developmental issues or health issues or anything like that and you know with the use of devices it's hard Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that you know struggling with the idea of being a good parent or being a bad parent, and what that does, does looks like, um, and being able to say, okay, well, I'm going to see what works for our family and incorporate changes based on that, that will allow for perhaps blocks of time where the kids or even us as adults are taking time off, the um, the electronics stand up, do different things, not just going from sitting to standing, but being able to get some movement, um, recognize when we're doing improvements, when our kids are doing improvements, um, and use the, you know, allow um, us to reward the time in between with things that they can see the benefit of not using electronics. Um, And parents can, you know, start small and it's age dependent mm-hmm. and uh just being more informed and more proactive on what are some of the techniques and benefits of making changes to the to the device usage did i miss something i think that
1: was great yeah i just like be kind to yourself and you said this earlier give yourself grace because it's
0: yeah.
1: it's heckin hard like i i think about it all the time for myself of like how yeah. am i using this stuff you know like what am i maybe avoiding Using this, so like it's this is not like an overnight solution by any means. This is going to be something that is will continue to evolve and continue to talk about, and that's really that's the important piece is mm-hmm. being proactive, being informed, having these discussions so that we give ourselves and our kids like the best possible mm-hmm. um, outcomes and helping them through this very very tricky part of our our lives yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also beneficial super ben i don't want to say that i we don't love electronics because we do so we just manage them uh Mm -hmm. so thank you everyone for sticking with us on this one we hope that you got benefit on it if you haven't checked out our instagram page or our youtube if you're listening to us via uh your audio listening device podcast uh we appreciate you and we look forward to speaking and chatting with all of you very very soon.
0: Okay. Thank you. This was painting wellness. See ya.